0: Friendly northerner causes havoc in London city street by saying hello to people.
1: <laughs> the closer you are to death the more you feel alive.
0: Ah, good one done. That was you popped that one out of the air there, didn't you? Because I'm happy. You just sitting there thinking shit.
1: Yeah, that's a good point you make.
0: Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Small Business Whole Health podcast. I'm Jill and I'm here with my podcasting partner Daniel.
1: Hello Jill and hello listeners.
0: Hello listeners and today we are talking about fun. How to bring fun into your life because I'm happy. That's our theme tune isn't it? What makes you happy? It's not kind of not what makes you happy it's how to bring fun in and therefore make yourself happy.
1: Yeah I think it's very relevant at the moment because the past year and a half have been very lacking in fun and very high in fear so yeah we need more fun
0: it's fun the opposite to fear i know can they exist in this uh, same oh, actually i am going to contradict myself because i do believe that fun and fear can exist at the same time because i've just been on roller coaster hell or heaven at alton towers <laughs> so <laughs> hell or heaven depending on your um on your way of looking at roller coasters and um Yeah, so you're fearful when you go on, but you have so much fun.
1: Yeah, what's that saying? Is it the closer you are to death, the more you feel alive?
0: Ah, good one, Dawn. You popped that one out of the air there, didn't you?
1: Uh, I should be like a spokesman for Alton Towers or something like that.
0: That, that (laughs) Ah, that is a good one. Yeah, (laughs) so there's this roller coaster in Alton Towers called Oblivion. And it's like you go up, it's literally one drop, you just drop. And you, you hit, I can't remember what it is, but it's a similar G-force to what astronauts hit. So you go and <laughs> we all got on it. And that was really good this year because um, like my two boys were old enough to go on all the roller coasters. And they did. And uh, my eldest son's obsessed. But my youngest one was a bit more wary and like, hmm. So he agreed to go on oblivion because it was just one drop. So what did you do? You spend about five minutes going click, 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 click up and you're like practically like just looking at the sky as you go up this big thing and then you come over the top and then it holds you just like for a couple of seconds and you're just looking the thing is don't look down (laughs) you're literally looking down into this hole it's a big black black hole with smoke all around it and then it just goes shoot and shoots you right down this hole and it's like the longest drop I think of a roller coaster Oh God, it's amazing! But you're just sitting there thinking, "Shit, what?" I <laughs> think actually swore when my sons were there. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> like, that you know, anticipation, know, isn't it? Yeah, and then you just drop into this hole, and you're like, oh my God! You know when your stomach goes in your mouth. So that was fear and fun at the same time, because you're just thinking, "Oh my God!" It, it's like that thing, like your brain. It happens so fast, like you're just shooting towards this hole. That your brain can't even comprehend what you like. You know, your brain's there to protect you, isn't it, from getting into these situations? What is that all about? Like, and then you're putting yourself into a situation where your brain's just going, "What the hell are you doing?"
1: (laughs) Yeah, but I think it's that whole adrenaline rush, and then once you once you finish, like relief, and you get like the the high, and then the come down at the end. It's it's intoxicating, isn't it? But it's the anticipation is normally. It's not just the the i know 90 seconds you're on the roller coaster it's waiting in the queue and that bit like five minute build-up when you're going up to the top of the roller coaster yeah. it all counts it's that kind of build-up like it's sometimes the excitement for an event is often more enjoyable yeah. than the actual Well, that's what event, they reckon isn't
0: it? isn't it like for christmas christmas eve's more exciting than christmas day isn't it because it's the- yeah anticipation yeah, exactly. of it yeah well they're really good at it Alton Towers is the like build up when you want to ride so like the music split, like in the queue mm. and stuff so it's quite good that you get that kind of atmosphere they create the atmosphere before the event yeah, so, yeah. It's, that's good
1: uh, it, I suppose it brings back like that's one of going to be a, one of our main points with regards to fun it's kind of being childlike again yeah. when you watch children and babies and toddlers they just have fun without being too self-conscious and they let go of the outcome as well don't they and they just play for the sake of just having fun and when you're an adult the adult world pretty much knocks that out of you <laughs> really yeah, quick yeah because
0: you're too busy thinking about what is it what do they think of us uh i've got to pay me mortgage and stuff that's one yeah. of my points actually revisit childhood hobbies like the things that you enjoyed as a child because we forget about those things don't we and then
1: yeah then if and- you go
0: back to them it's actually like going back to old friends
1: yeah and let go of the outcome and the expectations so you might for instance when you're a a child you might like playing sports playing football so you just play in the street or play in the park and just enjoy playing but then even when you become an adult you then play for a team and it's all about winning it takes the creative and the fun side out of it so Mm. maybe just try and play for fun and get back to things you enjoyed as, as a child but yeah like you say the adult world tends to it's all outcome related
0: yeah, I was of
1: expectations.
0: I was watching this really good video this morning, you know, those like videos of like very Americanism, like where it's like this this she was at top of the world, and then she and it was about this um, gymnast, she's a really good gymnast called Caitlin. I can't remember her name, but at the time she was um as good she was beaten that Simone Biles in like all of the gymnastic things, and um, and it was about her coach. She changed coaches, and the co- the coach realized that and this caitlin said she just didn't want to be great anymore and um, because she'd lost her love of gymnastics and the coach was like what can you do with somebody who tells you that that she just doesn't she's she's brilliant at it but she hates it now she's got no love for it and uh, so the coach was talking about how she started to bring joy back into her gymnastics and like out of the the training rooms and that she never spoke about like she didn't talk to her about gymnastics that I made a point of treating her as a whole person and rather than just this great gymnast and slowly she said and it took years for us to regain our confidence and our trust and actually to bring the joy back into her into her gymnastics and not pushing her constantly to be great because that was what was causing her to go the other way. If you know what I mean, if you get constantly pushed to do something, then there's no joy in it, is there?
1: No, you're just gonna you're gonna push back aren't you. And it's there was a similar story about a, there was a footballer I think who was in his late teens, early twenties, and he was like the next big thing. And there was all these major teams scouting him, and he was going to be the best player in the world. But there was so I think he found just that there was so much pressure yeah, and expectation it, it? around him. He just quit, mm-hmm. stopped playing didn't sign any professional contract and now he just works a normal job and he just went off the radar totally
0: yeah I, I read a really good thing the other day about um you should be ha- happy with like not trying to be something but become something it's like the joy is in the becoming not the being because <laughs> like when we when we go to university like when I did the whole thing and I was like a statistician and I was quite high level and I was that that Thing, but I wasn't happy as that thing because I'd worked all hard to get to that point, but then I wasn't really happy when I got there. So that's when I quit because there was no fun in it anymore.
1: Yeah, the sh- you should always have goals, but you should, the goal should be to be happy and fulfilled in the journey. But the, yeah,
0: exactly.
1: But what is the journey never ends though? You never get to it, just a destination. And that's the end goal, then you stop. The goal should be to always be happy what you're doing. because i know say for you a random goal was to set up your own business well then it's easy that's quite easy you can just set it up but then the business Mm -hmm. still has to keep going every day you have to enjoy the process the goal could be to make 10 million pounds but what you're going to do just stop when you get there you have to make the process of achieving the goal like an everyday event and anyone who is kind of really successful or really happy will probably just enjoy what they do every day and they just enjoy being in the process, and there is no really end goal because the goalposts always shift further and further and further. But that's okay if you're enjoying what you do every day. So that should be the goal. I think I mentioned a good quote, which i really, really resonated with me on a different podcast. It was that happiness doesn't flash, it glows. It should be just with that low level mm. contentment and fulfillment. It's not these really high spikes of like achieving something major and then having a big low. It should just be like, you're just really content and fulfilled with your life and you have a mission and you're really proud of yourself. That's true. Happiness, being proud of yourself every day, not like these big flashes of achievement and like excitement. Okay. And that's good. But really that like being proud of yourself, like you say in that fulfillment and contentment baseline, just glowing every day. I think that's what we should be striving for.
0: Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So in terms of bringing fun into your life, because fun things make you happy, right? So um, we've got four bodies of wellness that we need to think about. So we've got our physical body, obviously, but the, the other ones that we forget are our emotional bodies, our spiritual bodies, and our mental bodies. And we should be doing something for each of those four bodies that makes each one of them happy. Because if you're not happy in one, then you won't be happy in the others. They all They all need... To be integrated into your psyche and your life, don't they? Because we think about happiness in a physical sense, like laughing and joking and carrying on. But what makes you spiritually happy, what makes you mentally happy as well.
1: Yeah, and I've heard Paul check say before that if you if you're really unhappy or you really neglect, say, for instance, the the spiritual side of your life or the emotional side of your life, you then try to fill that gap by overfilling a different aspect of your life so that the example that kind of that made that makes sense to me was if someone has a really low spiritual life or they I don't know they've been brought up in a religion where they don't really believe in it but they've been forced to do it then they might just overemphasize the physical life so they might then get physical pleasure by eating and things like that or over fulfill mm. that kind of emotional like you say those little flashes of happiness by eating junk food all the time so they might be really overweight, but they, they're trying to feed the physical body, but it's this mm. it's the spiritual and emotional body that's empty. So you need to balance the scales there. So that's, yeah, that's a good point you make.
0: Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but some things like for me, let's say, um, walking, going out for work with the dog, that's, that's physical happiness because I'm out walking doing something that I love. It's kind of spiritually happiness because I'm, looking around I'm out in nature I love being out with the dog mentally it's really good for me because it makes my mind switch off for a little bit and emotionally calms me down and creates those happy hormones so one thing that you do could involve all of your four bodies of wellness yeah
1: yeah and it probably reminds you that it can probably do us awesome good to be a little bit more like a dog <laughs> just like be like enjoy, a dog just enjoy being alive and just doing what is yeah. natural to you
0: yeah, I'd love to be my dog. She's like sleeps most of the time. In fact, I think she takes after me, to be fair. She sleeps, <laughs> needs exercise, needs food, loves her food, loves exercising, but loves her sleep as well. Yeah. She's quite enthusiastic in life as well when she's about. So
1: what more do you need?
0: What more do you need? Be more yeah. Labrador.
1: And they like just dogs just like being around people and just getting attention and giving attention just for the sake of making people feel good and making themselves feel good there's no agenda they don't want no. anything off you apart from food it's very simple you can tell <laughs> like their emotions like i suppose on animals there's no second guessing if they're happy you know they're happy if they're angry yeah. you know they're angry if they're <laughs> sure. tired you know they're tired like it's there's no it takes all the guesswork out and there's no agendas it's um Yeah, being humans and adults and living in this world can be quite complicated, kind of.
0: Yeah, I know the other week we had the, it was a gorgeous day and we went to the beach and we could walk quite far out. We walked quite far out on these rocks and we we were just sitting on the rocks and the dog was with us. And she was just getting into the water, having a bit swim (laughs) round and getting out. It was the first time I'd seen her, like normally you're throwing a ball or something or a stick and she's swimming away to get it. It was the first time I'd seen her just like, swimming just for the sake just for the joy of it, you know, like getting in the water, having a bit of swim, coming back out, having a shake, getting back in again. It was like, we were like, oh, the dog's just swimming because she just loves swimming. There wasn't like any purpose in it. It was just her having a good swim.
1: <laughs> yeah. And that should be one of the things like we should look to do, just do something just for the fact that you enjoy it. The thing is don't put any expectation on yourself. Again, like as humans and adults, we can go swimming, but then what do we do? We say, right, I need to do a triathlon. I need to uh, swim the channel. And, like, <laughs> there always has to be, like, an achievement. Why well, can't just swim just to enjoy just being for in the water. The sake
0: of it, yeah. Kid, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I've got our four bodies of wellness. And, like I say, one thing can, like, lead onto the four bodies. Like, one thing can feed those four bodies of wellness. So I've got a list of some stuff here, that, that how to bring more fun into your life. So should we just go through my list and then you can i think some some of the stuff you've got on your list too
1: yeah yeah go for it
0: so number one seek out laughter um either on the tv or with friends like you know there's so much crap news flying around now and people get obsessed with watching the news and everything and like just put the tv on and watch mr bean or Matter or something else that has Rowan Atkinson in because he's one of my favorites so yeah you know like if you're going to watch a telly watch something funny you know it does lift your spirits up doesn't
1: it I don't think anything in this world feels better than like a really honest deep belly laugh where you can't control yourself
0: oh god yeah
1: do you know when it's a little bit awkward but when you're when you get the giggles when you're not meant to and you just can't stop laughing it's good and it it's bad because it normally happens in an awkward moment but yeah. <laughs> to just laugh uncontrollably it, it's just so contagious isn't it again like yeah. that's you know if you're having true fun it's contagious you bring other people up around you and normally when you see something funny happen it's normally funnier to watch other people's reactions do you know when yeah. you see someone laughing it is contagious isn't it so
0: normally me when we're trying to do a podcast or when <laughs> yeah. i have to say something that is like been scripted <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah So yeah, like seek out laughter. Friends as well. I mean, friends you can have a laugh with. You know, some friends are like energy just dementors, aren't they? They just suck the life out of you. Like stay away from those people. I mean, I don't mean like if they're having a bad time, then don't stay away from them. But you know that you do have people who are energy vampires, don't you? So, and you have people who are good to be around. So go with the ones who are good to be around.
1: Yeah. And a little bit towards the last point you made about like seek out laughter as well. We obviously talk about health and fitness and stuff a lot on this podcast and we say you know try and stay away from alcohol eat healthy all this type of thing but sometimes if you just you're like your true friends who you have a laugh with if you go and have a few drinks and just talk shit and you end up belly laughing and talking about the old times that's like really good for the soul for me because it doesn't happen very often when you're an adult it's hard to make plans and and especially in the last year and a half when you can't really go out and take a military operation trying to get get something organized <laughs> yeah like just talking about the old times just having a few drinks and just having a laugh like that's it's just like it's really good for your spirit and your soul and it kind of yeah it's it reinvigorates you
0: it's precious isn't it it's good <laughs> and I reckon like 20 minutes of laughing and having time around your friends is like Boosts your immune system for like 24 hours or something, isn't it? It's just like such a good thing to boost your immune system, is like just being around people who are good for your soul. um My next one is laugh at yourself. God, some people take themselves so seriously.
1: Yeah, that's such a negative trait, isn't it? And I think now, like you say, the past year and a half, everyone's so strongly opinionated. And people think they know all the answers to everything. I'm, I'm probably guilty of this myself. I think everyone is to some degree. But yeah, there's something very refreshing about people who are self-deprecating and don't take themselves too seriously. It's it's very, um, yeah, I think it's a very good trait to have.
0: Yeah, yeah. What is it? It's a famous quote, is it Oscar Wilde? That he who laughs at himself will always be laughing or something like that. <laughs> He'll never have a day when they don't laugh out loud. So yeah.
1: Yeah, and if you take people who take themselves too seriously, you think you're right all the time. I think it's good to come to the realization that you have these expectations and what you thinks right. There's a whole world out there that also thinks it's right, and really you have, <laughs> yeah. you have no control over that. You can have the the best laid plans and think you know everything, and the world could just go. Well, that's what you thought, but he's what's really going to happen. <laughs> he's what's
0: going to Like, we think yeah. we're right in terms of, you know, eating healthy foods and drinking lots of water and stuff yeah. like that. But maybe we're not. Who knows, who
1: knows what the hell could happen? Yeah. There's a, there's a famous saying, isn't there? I don't know who it was, but you want to make God laugh, tell him you've got a plan. And
0: exactly, that's just yeah. exactly right, isn't it? Yeah. And number three, enjoy little moments. So it doesn't have to be like a massive thing, like, you know, enjoy the little things
1: like listening to this podcast <laughs> yeah like we've already <laughs> said normally the expectation of an event or something you're looking forward to is more exciting than the actual event because that event comes and goes so quick it's probably better to just enjoy all the little things leading up yeah. to that there was a good perspective I heard kind of someone mentioned that they always have a holiday planned two to three years in advance which I mean it's a bit more difficult these days but they said because the the expectation is often a happier time than the actual event. And you've always got something to look forward to. You're kind yeah. of always in a low-level state of happiness. So you can enjoy the, the lead up. But yeah, like don't put too much emphasis on one thing. If you enjoy all the little things, then yeah, surely you're getting more happiness.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, number four, be spontaneous. I think at the moment we have to plan everything with military operation, don't we?
1: Hmm.
0: So it's like just get a bit more spontaneous spontaneity in your life
1: yeah one of my points was just talk to new people you don't have to like make mm. lifetime friends but sometimes you're, not, you're just fine when you just have these random spontaneous conversations with people just for the sake of human interaction and just i don't know at the shop just having a conversation with someone at the checkout and just making them laugh and that's a little burst of happiness and you might make them feel good they might you might make you feel good like there's a big culture of avoidance nowadays you can't even mm. see people's faces anymore and everything's done digitally so, yeah, just talk to new people and, like you said, be spontaneous.
0: I was listening to something the other day. I don't know what it was, some comedy show. And it was like, um, friendly northerner causes havoc in London City Street by saying hello to people. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think we true. do tend to say I say hello to everybody. Like when I go out for walks with the dog, if one of my sons is with us, they're always like, ma'am, do you know everybody in this village? I'm like, well, I don't know them, but it's nice to say hello, isn't it?
1: Yeah, sometimes I'm like that when I go like around Coxo. I think if I'm just, say if I'm at work and I walk from work and I walk, it's like, whatever, a quarter of a mile to the shop to get some food, on every single time I'll say hello to at least one person because yeah. I might not know them, but I know the face. And I think for us to be quite lucky, living quite rurally up north, people do say hello. And it's, yeah. just, it's very rude to not say hello, even if you just recognize them but don't know them. I really like that. And I suppose take it for granted to some degree
0: oh i do do you know like when you walk in sometimes and people put their heads down i always make an effort to say hello
1: (laughs) force them to say hello
0: force them into it (laughs) come on you've got to talk to me i make it like a personal uh, like effort to get them to talk to us
1: yeah like there's nothing scary about people what's i know some people are antisocial and they're happy with that but it is quite rude just to totally ignore someone
0: especially when there's only two of you like heading towards each other on the path
1: yeah it's so blatantly obvious that just saying hello it's not going to kill you it's just polite
0: yeah so i'll make an effort to do that that's one of the signs of like um i say like if you're gonna pick up some good habits that's what james clear says isn't it always be the first one to say hello
1: how could it possibly make the situation worse i can, only, I can only just, <laughs> you know what I mean? it can only lead to good things can it
0: yeah yeah um where are we up to number five make an effort to seek out new things so yeah, I, like me with my recent drumming, I love drumming mm, and yeah. like I've only just started it this year and I love it. It's like, it, like who would have thought banging There's, a drum?
1: The list is endless of hobbies and topics that you could do. I think, yeah, you do get caught into the main, the, like you get put into lanes, don't you? And you think you kind of learn mm. something new. I think as you get older as well, you think you kind of meet new people, you kind of learn new you new, new hobbies, but god like with the, the advent of the internet you can literally oh god, learn yeah. anything and again don't put too much expectation on it just learn something just so you can be competent and then just do it for the hell of it like yeah Drummond's a, a perfect example
0: mm-hmm. and allow yourself to be a beginner because everybody has to start somewhere don't they so oh, absolutely yeah and that's good for your mental body as well like my mental body loves learning new things mm. all the time
1: so yeah, that's why I'm
0: always doing new courses even though I say shoot me if I do another new course and then next time I'm like yeah i just sign up for this course <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah but that's that's the sign of like being being in a, in a career that you really care about and a yeah. and an healthy open mind as well because I'm a bit like you. you you see something and you think oh god yeah I would love to learn that but I would also love to teach it because I want to I want other people yeah. to know about this so it's 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 being inquisitive and like excited by the world still
0: yeah stay curious. I was listening to a um uh, in podcast with a geriatric doctor and they said like what is the things that more, that you notice people who live a long time um have like is there any common characteristics? And she said, yes, people who live a long time feel are always curious right up till the last breath they're curious about everything. and um what was the other thing she said she said they're always curious and she said, do squats as well do squats stay quick stay curious <laughs>
1: yeah. one very practical one very
0: <laughs> yeah do squats and stay curious that was her advice for longevity so there you go um where are we up to now look at ways to make work fun so when you go to work sometimes you can be uh, like the world is a wonderful place if you choose not to be miserable I mean we all have our days of being miserable don't we but you know when you're at work with people you probably see your work colleagues more than what you see your family don't you sometimes in certain situations so look at ways of making peace you know sometimes when I used to work in an office loved to was always complaining about something and everything was a trauma and a drama and uh, always flouncing off out of the office you just get oh god that's such nowadays I wouldn't put up with that level of energy requirement. that suck out of everyone but when you're young you just think oh god what's wrong with her again
1: (laughs) yeah i mean work because you're in most jobs you would say like you're you're required to be there at certain times with certain people who you don't get to choose to interact with like it can create negative things because if you're not choosing really to do that or that activity at work with those people that's probably going to annoy you to some degree Mm. there's, there's give and take in anything try and be part of the solution don't just create problems because you're always going to bring the whole situation down so like you're trying not to be selfish probably comes down to like there's, there's give and take and everyone
0: but there are some people who love a drama you know oh, there's people yeah. who just love the chaos of it all they like to create drama around everything there's always yeah. a problem
1: it's a form of attention really
0: yeah yeah it's really like draining on the rest of every the rest of the team isn't it because like oh god here we go <laughs>
1: It, absolutely yeah it's kind of like a like an anchor on a ship just kind of slowing everyone down if you cut the anchor away it's like ah oh, yes right yeah Maybe like the days away. that they're
0: off you're like oh thank god we're a bit of peace um so yeah so look at ways to make things fun so kind of um i don't know what did we used to do when we we're in office we used to listen to the music quiz on the radio every day and stuff like that you know like have a little competition stuff like that quite cool um number seven is switch up your routines don't always do the same thing like if you walk to work walk a different way you might see something new if you go at the same shops all the time try some different ones
1: yeah just a a pattern interrupt yeah I would put it yeah then you probably appreciate the other things a little bit more as well yeah you'll either find something better
0: or you'll appreciate the ones that you've got more yeah I used to have a beautiful walk to work, mate, because obviously I work, I used to work in um, just down the road from the cathedral in Durham. So for 10 years, I used to get dropped off at Neville's Cross and walk into Durham, past the cathedral. Oh, nice. Fab. Yeah, I miss doing that, actually. It six 20 minutes, and I used to walk past the cathedral every day. It was lovely. Um, number eight is practice mindfulness and gratefulness.
1: Gratitude, when you were mentioning about the... You saying you listen to the geriatric doctor and the what was it? Stay, stay curious and do squats. I was going to yeah. say probably gratitude is probably a big one as well. Yeah. If you're really grateful and you are for just being on this planet and just bearing witness to this mysterious thing called life and Earth, like yeah, you might be in a bad situation, but really, if you just believe in the mystery of it all and just grateful for just having this experience surely that's going to make you a little bit happier because we don't even question this thing called life do we most of us it's just you just wake yeah. up and just go through your nine to five and you, you do like you say you just repeat every day it's pretty much the same as the last one but just be grateful just to be here like what an opportunity to expe- experience exactly. life
0: it's, yeah i know i was watching a really good program you know how they've um photographed the black hole for the first time right and it took like oh god astronomers all around the world with these giant telescopes and they all had to point at the same point in the universe at the same time and there was like weather conditions and stuff and all of this kind of stuff and anyway it, it happened they got a date and the weather cleared and all the like because they were like what's the weather like down at the giant telescope in hawaii and they were like there's a cloud in the sky and that could have like knocked the whole thing off because it was i don't know 50 telescopes let's say and all these scientists involved and anyway the, the the everything came together at once and they said right take the photo now and they took the photograph and then they had all the stuff that like you know it took them years then to like process all the the data and information anyway what they were saying was um stephen hawkins was working on this formula at the point that he died and these scientists were carrying on because this was like his kind of area of research like black hole theory and all of this and they were like they got they were working they were showing you them with all these blackboards with formulas and there was three other scientists working on it and um were, like Stephen Hawkins he was meant to die when he was like he wasn't going to get to 30 was he wasn't he lived like for ages afterwards because he was trying to work on this thing like all the time and anyway they they finally got this formula right and um that then they could get all this information for the the the, te- the telescopes and the, the photograph and all this black hole theory that proved his theory was right that things can that the black hole emits things as well as sucking things in and um they were all like they found this they finally got this formula right and they were all like crying going oh i wish stephen was here to say it you know and it's i think it's called the hawkins formula they named it after him and stuff and oh it was amazing but to think that he lived that long to be able to get to that point and like he didn't want to die at the time because he was halfway through getting this formula right and uh, that they carried on his work but that's like just a, an example of how like when you've got a purpose in life and there's you know, something that you really want to do you you don't want to shuffle off the mortal coil do you like that's it you want to keep going
1: yeah what's that there's a there was a, a famous um the steve jobs did the commencement speech at a university oh, that yeah. went, went viral what was it was uh stay young and stay curious or something or like stay hungry and stay curious or something like that but that's kind of feeds into the same topic as well and yeah but we always talk about in the Czech institute as well like find you one love what's what's worth living for what's like what's your mission that'll get you up in the morning it'll keep you excited about life if you just go through the mundane day-to-day and you're not really excited about anything and you just numb the pain with television and alcohol and shit food then pff, that's that's a very low form of gratitude a good form of gratitude is get up every day and like attack a mission, make the world a better place. Like, even if you you don't know exactly what your mission is, like we all know right and wrong and Mm. just be grateful just by living healthy and being an example and helping other people find their mission. It's like, it's a collective, like you were saying about all those people who came together to create that, that sense of community as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was reading a really good article the other day and it was about long COVID and um, it was saying that we'd be really interested to see the people who've got long COVID and the balance between public sector and private sector. Like when you're in public sector, obviously you get paid to do a job and you get paid not it, it might be monetary because you're getting paid to do a job and you're getting good sick pay. So like you, you're more likely to stay off longer and get better. Um, not that that's a bad thing it's you know we're always saying about healing and resting and all of that so in the private sector of course you don't get paid if you don't um, work so there's that element of it too but there's also the element of private sector people could well be living their dreams and have a mission in life and be the one like me for example I've got time for long COVID like I just wouldn't have the time for it Do you yeah, know what I mean? Can,
1: but, yeah, you can create wellness or you can create illness in yourself easily. Yeah. Like the placebo effect is a big, it comes into it massively.
0: So there's stuff like that around, which I thought was a really interesting thing. Like, yeah, how would that be split out? You know, like it's, I'm not saying it's a it's a good thing or a bad thing. It's just interesting to see whether that would be a factor, a deciding factor in what in long COVID stats.
1: Yeah, it'd probably translate over to any illness in both yeah. sectors as well
0: yeah exactly um and that leads us into my next point which is think more positive
1: this is a huge one isn't it we're in a sea of negativity
0: oh god yeah
1: especially the, the past few years so being positive comes a lot with gratitude as well yeah always like you, you always say it's flip the coin so mm-hmm. i don't know if, like even little little things which are really inconsequential in the the grand scheme of life if you're so negative because you can't go on holiday this year. Well, then, just what's what's the positive? Well, okay, I've got more time, more money. I can explore this country. I can save for a better holiday next time. There's there's 10 things which are positive to one, constant negative. But if you focus on the negative, whatever you focus on is going to happen more. That's just the law of attraction. So if you think positive, positive things are going to happen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But we we saw, so, it is difficult because we're so bombarded with negativity. And I think the human brain is wired that if negative things happen it remembers them more strongly so you try not to do them again it's Mm -hmm. like a survival mechanism but we're so fortunate as humans that we have this consciousness that we we can actively change that by positive thinking and meditation and gratitude and all these things so Mm
0: -hmm.
1: that's a huge one yeah
0: The biology of belief as well like the work that Bruce Dr. Bruce Lipton does about how every thought every cell in your body is listening to that thought so if you're thinking negative things then that's feeding those cells, those hormones that aren't so good for you. Whereas if you're thinking positive, you're constantly getting good hormones into your system and feeding the cells. So, yeah, your body's listening to you. Every single word you say. So, yeah. And I always think, like, you know what? Like, positive people still have shit things that happen to them in their lives. But I always think, like, what lessons have you learned from this? What is the lesson?
1: Yeah, and we I think... Uh, I just listened to something um, like Bruce Lipton's fantastic who he said and Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about like like similar things your body can't differentiate between what's actually happening and what you're thinking it still has the same it's the same reaction on like an atomic level which is why kind of meditation and positive thinking really do work and how the mind is so powerful there's one of um, Tony Robbins audio books I got years ago I think it's Unleash the Giant Within oh, yeah. he talks about how there were studies done on people with schizophrenia in where you change kind of multiple personalities and essentially it was just the brain telling the body that they were like a different personality but it was so powerful that people would change into a different character and there would be birthmarks would disappear and reappear oh and people's God. people's eye colors would change because the schizophrenia <laughs> was that strong the brain was telling they were a different person that a birthmark would come and go on the skin that's how powerful the mind is and to me that blew my mind <laughs>
0: like well,
1: like a, like an actual physical sign but
0: mm-hmm.
1: um even things as subtle as body language you can tell when someone's happy when someone's sad so it's it's really not that far-fetched is it to be honest no.
0: Yeah. posture is an antenna yeah,
1: yeah. but when uh, you were saying about bad things do happen but it's it's can you put a positive spin on it what did you learn there was someone talking about kind of Buddhist monks and he was saying like, I don't care what anyone says the Buddhist monk who is so Zen and chilled out, he still gets angry at things. The trouble is he closes that window of anger and resentment to like a smaller time as possible. Some people might get, I don't know, road rage or get angry or big things like they might get a divorce and they might be bitter and angry for years, but the, the more positive thinking and the more happy you've come within yourself, you just close that time window. And so mm-hmm. that's a really good way to put it like no one's perfect the buddhist monk still gets angry <laughs> but yeah you just close that window down and then that should be the way we think it because we cannot be perfect we can't never get angry or never get sad again that's that's not reality is it
0: no yeah, exactly so yeah be more positive um number 10 is block out playtime because as adults we just don't do we
1: yeah everything becomes analytical and has a mission and is about Getting yeah, money in the mortgage. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. yeah I think I need to do that one more, actually.
0: I thought you're quite good at doing that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. I mean, even like saying that it's a little bit contradictory, like block out time for play. <laughs> it's a very adult <laughs> way to do it. Yeah. Six <laughs> or seven, I will play. And will I enjoy will it.
0: play. <laughs> <laughs> like having a dog's good for that, because like All right you have to take a dog out there's no other way around it so it's not that you block out the time it's just that I know around lunchtime I've got to be out with the dog and then again at tea time and stuff so that's that's my structure of the day.
1: I've got two nephews and they're still are like quite young and like I said they just play for the sake of playing so mm. whenever I see them not that it's like scheduled but I know for that two or three hours it is just going to be pure fun there's going to be nothing analytical there's going to be no mission I'm not going to be conscious about anything. It's just play. So be more childlike. They just they just play for the sake of playing, and it is really refreshing.
0: Yeah. Um, Number eleven. Revisit childhood hobbies. Because how many times do we give up stuff like as an adult? Because we've got bills to pay, work, all of that kind of stuff. But actually, if you revisit the stuff that you did as a child, you'll probably find that you still love it.
1: Funny you mention that because I used to go fishing a lot when I was a child. Mm. I used to really love it, and I've had a massive craving to go fishing again lately and this tags into a lot of few things you've already mentioned you're out in nature Mm -hmm. it's really peaceful it's like it's time to just sit and reflect and i used to really love it and then for whatever reason i stopped doing it and for some reason i've just been really wanting to go and do it again so Mm -hmm. i revisit that i don't know yeah it's obviously i enjoyed it for some reason in the first place you don't really Mm -hmm. think about it when you're young though you just do it because you enjoy it so I think I
0: might revisit that. Yeah. It's like me revisiting the tarot cards lately. I used to read them when I was young. Like it's from 12 I was obsessed by them until I was about 18, 19, 20 even. And then I just didn't touch them anymore, but now I've revisited it and it's like it is, but I'm probably more analytical around it now cuz I'm like this is like a jungian journey like a, hero's journey through and you know like more analytical about it. but it is like meeting old friends again it's like oh my goodness yeah it's not about you
1: <laughs> yeah it's like if people pick up an old instrument that they haven't played for 20 years or
0: yeah
1: yeah or they or they start drawing again or, or things like that it's mm-hmm. it's yeah it's it's in you somewhere and it it,
0: Still there. it
1: it brings back good memories as well
0: yeah it does it does um and this is kind of another one um number 12 dance sing just for the sake of it like, one of my favourite things to do is drive in my car with music on, like, a good rock music, and just sing.
1: Yeah, I do like a lot of good sing in the shower. That's that's my singing time.
0: Is it? Oh, mine's in the car. Dance, man. Every morning when the kids are at school, I start with a dance. <laughs> Not just because they've gone to school, but, like, just have the music on, get a bit of faithless. My classes know I'll have a bit of faithless. <laughs> my old rave days in the 90s, 90s music, and just dance around it's good for your
1: soul well i think we mentioned this before on the podcast what's what are the did the shamans used to say in the ancient cultures when people yeah. were having health problems when did you stop singing when did you stop dancing when did you stop question, uh, believing in the mysteries of life all those things still count don't yeah. they Yeah.
0: when did you stop enjoying being alone
1: yeah exactly that'll be me when i'm fishing
0: yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so when you're fishing you're uh, you'll have to sing and dance. Singing to dance. Fish dance i
1: might not catch many fish <laughs> if i'm scared
0: what are you singing a dance
1: on the side of the pond?
0: <laughs> you do like a shim, like a shamanic dance beside
1: dance for the
0: fish. <laughs> and I've only got two more. Find ways of doing stuff for free because you know, some of this stuff doesn't cost like fishing. Unless you have to pay for your license and stuff like that. But, but it's
1: and, yeah, it's still relatively cheap.
0: Yeah. So stuff it doesn't have to be expensive, does it to Bring fun into your life, and number fourteen, the last one, which is a bit of a um one for the moment, is go on holiday.
1: (laughs) That comes with a dose of sarcasm, does it?
0: Yeah, because at the moment, stress, stress central. But we've just come back from Alton Towers and had a lovely few days away, so you don't have to go abroad. We're going off to the lake. There's some nice places in this country, isn't there?
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah. And we we already mentioned earlier on, it's it's that pattern interrupt as well. You don't have to think of work getting away from your home environment, which can often get kind of a little bit routine-like. And it just makes you, again, pretty appreciate coming back as well. Often the holiday makes you appreciate coming back to yeah, home you that you love. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. And and like you said, there's so many nice places in this country as well. God, I've, I know friends I've been all over, like the Lake District, friends have just been up to Scotland. And God, it's some of the scenery is out of this world and there's so many things you can do. So, Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I know it's a bit stressful at the moment going on holiday with all the testing and jabbing and red-listing. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, it, it, it doesn't, like, we've got our caravan up on the Northumberland coast, and we just, like, go there for the weekend. It, feels, it does feel like a pattern interrupt, because when you're at home, you feel like you should be doing stuff. I always think, like, I feel like I should be cleaning something or tidying out a cupboard or doing some, when i'm at the caravan i don't feel like i need to be doing anything i just chill out so
1: it's yeah cool. it's, you're right like when you're at home you think i ah, sometimes struggle to do that if i if i have a day where i don't really have anything planned mm. it gets to a point like quite early on where i think well should i be doing something <laughs> yeah. when, it, when you're really busy you would kill for this time but then that time comes and you think all right i've got this time i should be doing something i think that's that's as, as adults we get into that habit as well so yeah a holiday does definitely when you're on holiday or you're on a little break you do tend to relax a lot more easily because you know you've scheduled it out and it's Mm -hmm. not a home or work environment so yeah
0: yeah that was my last one
1: that's everything I've got as well that was a good one
0: yeah so bring more fun into your life those are our suggestions for doing it but just try to like yes it is it's a pattern interrupt it helps you to put things into perspective
1: yeah I think The big takeaways would be be more childlike, be spontaneous, be grateful, and just question the big mystery of life a little bit more because this is a weird trip we're all on. And be more Labrador. (laughs) Yeah, be more. That's probably a good way to finish. Be more Labrador.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, well, thanks for listening, guys. Let us know how you get more fun into your life and um, make sure you do this. Once you've listened to this, now go and dance around the room, put faithless on, and just dance like no one's watching.
1: Okay, everyone, remember we're releasing new content every Monday on all the usual platforms, which you always repeat, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Alexa, all that jazz, Jill's website, Podbean, and maybe something else which has been invented, which we never heard of when people are listening to this in 10 years.
0: Okay, thanks for listening, guys. Have a great week and see you all soon.